Welcome back, everybody. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Laura Lee Smith. She is a real estate agent with Better Homes and Garden Real Estate in McBrien, College Station, Texas, and the surrounding areas. And I, I can't say enough good things about Laura Lee. You've heard me talk about her on the podcast before, but follow me through this scenario. You come home from a long day of work, really hard, really tough, and you walk through the door of your dream home, everything that you've ever pictured, and you greet your dream family. They come up and hug you and love you and appreciate you. Or maybe you're a dog person. And you come home and that dog just comes running up to you and you pet it and you take it out and play fetch and then you snuggle with it on the couch later. Or you're a cat person. I mean, everybody's got their jam, right? But that cat comes up and you pet it and it purrs and it needs into you. Whatever your dream scenario is, that's what Laura Lee does. She gets you in your dream home so that you can create your dream scenario down the road. That's what she did for us. She got us in our dream home, and it's our first one for our family, and we couldn't be happier. She made it pain-free, and she actually made it a pleasure buying a home. So if you're thinking anything in real estate, maybe you need your first home, you're upgrading because your family's growing, or you've always dreamt of owning your own business, and you need that commercial property to start. Laura Lee can help you. Call or text her at any time. She's very passionate and she will take care of you immediately, I promise. Her number is 979-218-2315. That's 979-218-2315. This episode is with two friends that are near and dear to our heart. We actually got married in the front yard, which comes up in, in this episode as well, but it's George and Amy McCoy. And they've had such an impact on so many people's lives that have gone on to do things, own their own businesses, and, and you name it. And they just had uh, just a great influence, including on me at one of you know my toughest times. So this was a true pleasure for me to get to sit down and have them both on the podcast at the same time. Please, everybody, enjoy George and Amy McCoy. And just like that, it's recording that Sounds easy. Um. Two of my favorite people in the world on this podcast. <laughs> uh, probably two of the people that got me. They always say surround yourself with like good people um, and good things happen. You know, you, you are the sum of the five people you hang around most. And you two are probably responsible for me hanging around all of the good people that were in my life at that time. Like it was a it was a pretty like tough time and I was struggling, you know, having all the kids with me and working and just not any time to myself, and then I come over to your house for a little competition that I got called that morning, like 5 a.m. on a Saturday, and the rest is history. I was over at your house almost every single weekend, I think. It's funny, to that that competition, there's still several people that say that's the first time they ever met us, and I, I didn't even know that. I was so busy, you know, putting on the competition and actually getting to compete, too, that I didn't even realize who was all there. Yeah, I just know we a lot of people there. There was. I just know that we invited invites to all boxes, and so and apparently a good showing from every box. Came. Yeah, we had. I think most every box that was in town at the time had mm-hmm. somebody at the Bracy Court CrossFit <laughs> competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was. Uh, in fact, Kim was there. Mm-hmm. My now wife was at that competition. That's I right. don't remember. I can't picture her out of that bunch of people because it was pretty overwhelming to me i had never like i think i'd been doing crossfit for like a month or two mm-hmm. 
And so then I come over and here's these animals, just a bunch of people are gigantic. <laughs> some random house. In yeah, some random house. Uh, just because I, I knew Matt and Matt was like, hey, do you want to be a backup for this competition? I was like, sure, why not? You know, and they get called over and that, that's it. No, no. That's right. You didn't even sign up. You just got that. Was that? Yeah, morning? I had to go to an ATM that morning before the very first workout to bring my money because I needed cash. <laughs> we charged. <laughs> yeah, we charged. You got food and everything. It was a sweet deal. Yeah, there was a prize. There was a prize for it. Oh yeah, you got cash to, money prize. Too. Yeah, there was cash money prize. It came wow. with food. Yep. Access to a bathroom. You know, that's valuable. A kitchen. That's a right. Every, there was so many people walking through your house, too. Just <laughs> random people from every, like, just strangers. Obviously, <laughs> I'm one of them. But that kind of started the whole thing. And so uh, I'm very appreciative of you guys and, and just being around you. Um, I definitely wanted to do this because uh, you have a uh, – it's very similar to my family in the family dynamic that you have. And you're open door to, like, like taking care of people and letting them in and, and really helping them. I don't want to say help them get back on track, but you really help people better their lives, you know, just by being you guys, you know, just mm-hmm. by, Appreciate by that. what you do. And you both are very, very busy. Um, I was busy, and now I mean, like, that is just increasing where I have less time, so I know kind of what you guys are, <laughs> are, like the shape you're in a little bit now. But um, I guess talk a little bit on the whole, like, how you make the family work with the businesses and still have a chance to help all these people out. Like you're still giving of your time and how you make all that stuff work. So busy. I've learned that it, uh, it took a while, but I've learned that our life is not our own. And so yes, busy this and you know, don't really get to do what you want to do, except for, you know, the times we get to go to Mexico or whatnot. <laughs> but, you know, I realize I will get rest when when my time on this earth is done. And so, you know, this is the game of life. And I really, it's not about us. I know it's, a, I'm sure, quotes from movies, but <laughs> specifically Doctor Strange the, she told him the most important thing that he had left to learn that was preventing him from being the best was he had to learn that it's not about you. And so I remind myself, it's not about me. I mean, and then plus I have an amazing woman over here that bears a lot of my burdens and my struggles and the struggles of the family. And, you know, so she makes it a lot easier for me. We have that on record now. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it, yeah. it's on the internet, so you're stuck with that one, George. You can't well, get out of it in any conversation. They can just pull Whether I said it or not, everybody knows. <laughs> That's very true. That's right. But you both make it work, really. I mean, I see both like this teamwork of meshing and, you know, you both run your own businesses pretty much. And, and then you have four kids on top of it who are awesome kids, and they get to go do all the activities at the same time. And if anybody's a business owner, they know how much time that takes out of your day. So think about all those things combined. And it, is that kind of why you put the CrossFit stuff out there? Well, like the gym stuff, you know, in the your yard? The gym stuff. Let me give you a background <laughs> on how that started. So we were both members of uh, College Station CrossFit, but George was having a harder time, like, you know, finding time to go to classes. Uh, 
tax season is really all year long now. Uh, and then I still have this goal, if I could just, you know, stop having children and <laughs> oh, you're done. getting fit again. <laughs> better be done. I want to get a muscle up. So I asked him one year, hey, for our anniversary, I would really like you to get me a rig for the backyard. Nothing big, just like, you know, two metal poles and a bar, work on pull-up strength, get some rings, work on ring dips, and start doing some transitions, and that's what I wanted. What I got was what you see out there now, which can have six people doing pull-ups and two people doing muscle-ups all at the same time. So a little bit more than I asked for, but he (laughs) likes to take care of me, I guess. So that's kind of where the whole thing blossomed from was me asking for that backyard rig to work on muscle-ups. And then we had some neighbors at the other house who, uh, they were kind of into CrossFit and they had a brother-in-law who owned Waxahachie CrossFit. Uh, so they were like, hey, like, are y'all doing CrossFit over there at your house? Like, yeah. So we, like, started joining forces, and they would buy some equipment, and we would buy some equipment, and then we would just bring it all together on the weekends, and it has turned into this, like, Sunday afternoon wad tradition for whoever wants to come over and do a workout, kind of. Yeah, just... But it all started with me, like... Oh, I want this little thing in the backyard, and now look what we got. But in all seriousness, like, that community that we've sort of opened our home to and and have been able to sort of share our lives with and share their lives, obviously, as you know, you and Kim joined in matrimony right there, right outside the window. Right in the front yard. Right in the front yard. Uh, But that has blessed our children in return and blessed our family, too, because... Now we have all these people that are in their lives that help us with them, too. I mean, the the people who come over are amazing with our kids. And there have been weekends, you know, things come up and life happens. And maybe that Sunday we don't do a Sunday wad. And, like, I'm I'm not kidding when I say our kids are, like, in this depression by Sunday (laughs) afternoon. They're like, nobody's coming over today? Like, there's no wad? Mm -hmm. What do you mean? What? What are we gonna do? Like this is boring now. Yeah, I have friends over here. Literally, yeah. nobody's was, at our house. What? It was Father's Day. I'm pretty sure one weekend, and it was on Sunday, and she had spent the night with my sister, and she she wanted my sister to drop her off after church. She came home. I was laying on the couch, and she's like, "Where's the party?" I'm like, "What party?" <laughs> she's like, "The party," and I'm like, "What party?" She goes, "We have a party every Sunday." And I was like, we don't have a party every Sunday. She's like, yes, we do. And I was like, it's Father's Day. And she's like, well, why did I even come home? <laughs> so, like, for them, they literally think it's a party every weekend. And and to be honest, some neighbors, when this first all started with the rig and all that stuff, they thought we were having parties, too. And they were a little offended that they weren't getting the invite. And I was, and I, I, when I found that out, I had to make it clear. I was like, I have not sent a single invitation nope. out. Nope. I was like, people you just build show it, up. They will come. No lie. They, so yeah, they, they bring friends, and it, it really is like its own. It's its own little community. Like you have, like just to so everybody can re- like realize, there's probably there can be anywhere from five people to twenty five people over here at a time. Yeah. Working out. And in any given day you never know like there was a day 
Monday this week that everybody showed up. Like, it was crazy out here. You would have <laughs> thought it was a weekend and nobody had a job. And Well, maybe half of them don't have a job. Yeah, that's but true. That's true, too. But it's just you never know. And then the next day, it was like two. It was on a Tuesday. And you just, you just never know who comes, when they come, when they show up. And it's kind of turned into a... I don't know if it's revolving door is really the way they explain it, but, you know, we have people that kind of have that time of need in their lives. Yeah. Uh, so they're here, and, and we can minister to them, and we can help them, and then, you know, they kind of, life changes and life moves on, and it maybe leads them in a different direction, and then suddenly there's, like, a, a new person that we didn't even maybe know the year before, and, and they have this need in their life, and... Somebody's like, hey, come with me to work out at the McCoys. And so now they're here and we're able to minister with them and help them. And so it's not like it's the same people all the time, year after year. It, it changes. And, but we're still blessed by all the people that have been part of it. Um, and, you know, it, it goes out, out into the world now. Like we've got Matt who even lived with us for a little while. And now he's got his own box. Uh, oh, yep, his own gym in Fort Worth. In Fort Worth, yeah, yep. Westwood, and so like it's just amazing. And when we moved here to this house, and we're like, what are we going to call it now? Because we can't call it Bracy Court CrossFit. Like we don't live on Bracy Court anymore. <laughs> so uh, we had had a couple little like fender benders. If out you want to call that, the like the whole fender was off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I was like, you know, let's call it Collision CrossFit. And one of them laughed, was my dad yeah, backing into his own car with my car. <laughs> Don't call your dad out on it. Oh, sorry, dad. So we, <laughs> so I joked around about let's call it Collision CrossFit, and it sort of stuck. And we do, but but I told George, I'm like, it goes beyond like the fender benders we had in the driveway. Like it literally is a collision of just people at our house that turns into this really wonderful thing, and. It, we don't discriminate on what box you go to. Like, we don't care if you don't. Like, whatever. Whatever just, you're fit. Just come it work out. Yeah. Some people that come here and don't even work out. They just hang out and watch. They just watch. Yeah. And move on. So. And then they hang out afterwards. Yeah. And everybody talks. <laughs> I think that's the, the what makes it so appealing is the fellowship afterwards. Like, everybody from all different religions, walks, races, types, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're all here just hanging out and talking. And it's like a friend. Like, it's very uplifting. Yeah. And it's one thing, you know, I have, you see a lot of people in, in religions and, <clears throat> and I know you guys in your faith and, mm-hmm. and how important it is to you every, like just what that means. And I think that bleeds over and that's why you do what you do mainly. But a lot of people don't, I guess, practice what they preach. If you want to say, yeah, you guys definitely do that. Like it's, it's a, it, it's kind of like, it's just part of who you are. Like, you can tell you really believe what you believe. So, you know, it bleeds through. For so long, I was just, and you can ask him, I always felt convicted. Like, I need to go out, do something for the Lord, you know, go on mission trip or do this and and just life and this. And then I have kids and it's just like, you know, I'm, just, I'm sitting here and doing nothing. But I came to the realization that we can't save the world. Like, that's what I, that's what I was equating to helping, you know, like spread Jesus is got to go save the world. Well, no, never, you know, it's that, that's not how that works. And 
you know, it took me a long time to realize that you affect you affect people from from your circle out. You know, I know that saying about, you know, why are you throwing those starfish back in there? You know, well, it made a difference to that one. You know, because he's like, there's a, millions of them. What, what, what's the point? Well, it made a difference to that one. Now, and it, it took me a long time to realize that concept that your ministry is the people that are in your life. And, you know, I didn't have to go to another country. I didn't have to go, you know, if that was your, your calling or whatever, and that that's it. But that wasn't our calling. Our calling was to, you know, to be the good Christian examples to people in our lives. And it took me a really, really long time to figure out that. And this is how it is. And even that, I, you know, yeah, I may have got carried away on the rig and all that, but I think there was a plan and a purpose for all of it. You know, yes, I did get carried away and all that, but I think there was a plan and it was destined, you know, to to end up being that way. And because, you know, like Amy said, I mean, like people come and go, but hopefully we've, you know, we've done what we were supposed to do and people are better people for it. You know, it's actually a little bit funny because we actually talk about it like it's a TV show, you know, like, <laughs> oh, could see, be. Season, season 10. <laughs> yeah. Like season one was so-and-so. Yeah. We start naming all the people in our lives. Season three was so-and-so. Oh, remember season five when this happened? Like. Remember the drama in season eight? Like, yeah. <laughs> because we're, of course, we're all human. So, yeah. you know, there may be good ministry going on, but we're also human. So there's also good drama going oh, on. Yeah. There's good it's drama just... with, with my story coming over here, <laughs> yeah. for sure. I mean, there's good drama with that all, all the way around. But what you said was, like, I couldn't agree more with it. And seeing how, like, seeing this example of over here at this house and the, like, the time spent and the people that come in. Like affecting your circle, it really does affect the world. Because we just said Matt's in Fort Worth. Where's um, uh, out in Invictus? What's his name again? Ba- oh, Brian. Oh, Brian Babbitt. Yeah, yeah. Brian Babbitt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got people in California. Yeah, that we still keep place. in contact with. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, and and the the people you work with, like it's a, spreads. a name people uh, travel. got brought up the other day that we hadn't heard that name in a while, and they were very uh, uh, little cam. Remember, we had mutual people that knew who I, I know. You probably that was before your season, you know. <laughs> before, but before it, my season, yeah. Actually, uh, Little Cam was probably the prequel to yeah. season one, yeah. you know. But he would come over and, and work out. Like it was just little people here and there, and I mean, it's just funny because when that name came up, I was like, oh my goodness, I, that was a long time ago. Like over, like that was season one. Now I think that was the prequel to season one. Like right before, <laughs> literally. That's that's crazy. Well, how now? How do you two? So all the time spent, and I mean, there's people over here, probably every day of the week. It's some random people every day of the week at some point in time are here. Probably yes. Um, I'm glad I'm not one of those people anymore. I used to be. You graduated, and right? I'm really glad that I'm not. I told you that the other day in the. Uh, uh, in the well, I'm just you, <laughs> but I mean, I can't you, say anything. I don't even work out here, yeah. so don't feel bad. Like, like I'm a Sunday only workout yeah, person. But I mean, I'm happy because it got me to a place where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to say it got my life back on track, but it definitely got me on the right track. Mm-hmm. And that that's. But yeah, like. 
there is people here literally, you know, on holidays, there probably is people here even then because for some reason, crossers like to do wads and long wads on holidays. But for the most part, I would say, for the exception of a few holidays, there are people here every every day. Every day. And obviously, that can be a little bit cumbersome, but that's obviously why. We, we, we have our own business each, but that's why we like to go to Mexico. Because that, that's, <laughs> to be honest, with four kids and all that stuff, that's the only way we can like literally just turn off the noise for once you know it's it's not so easy get out of heck most everybody knows our codes and uh knows where the key is and i'm not saying exactly where because yeah, i don't want to make it too easy for anybody <laughs> but literally i remember even early on and this was probably like uh season two and uh we were in mexico and amy was looking on facebook and she's like, "Oh, everybody uh, got together. Oh, they're cooking. They're cooking out and all that." I don't think and I then, was happy. Like no, that, but like but hold on. I hadn't even got to the point. It wasn't like oh, okay. And then she's like, "Wait a minute. I think that's my kitchen. They're having a party at our house." And she's like, "Did you give them a key?" I was like, "No. They know the code. They know how to go in." And so we we knew nothing about it. But while we were in Mexico, I mean, it never stopped. And. And they were having a party, I cooking lay out. Some brown rolls down. Oh, but <laughs> I've I've explained to Amy it's actually a great thing because you don't ever have to have anybody house sitting. <laughs> no, no, they always think literally. You're I when I told her that she's like, oh, that, that's a very good point. There's always people here. I, we don't need a house sitter. It it gets house sit every yeah. day, no, whether whether we ask anybody to house sit <laughs> or not. It gets house set. <laughs> it, I mean, it was hilarious. I, when, he thinks it's funny. I, I think it's it was funny. hilarious. I'm just putting myself in that position. Like, you're just on vacation, and then all of a sudden you see a post somewhere of people in your house hanging out, watching TV, oh, watching yeah, a cooking, movie, cooking on the barbecue. Oh, yeah. Like, they're at our house. <laughs> it was. I mean, at least let the dogs out. That'd be and nice. it's hard for people to comprehend that because we were with, you know, usually we go uh, to Mexico with other couples and friends and so forth, and. When Amy said that out loud, they were like, what? I mean, it, it just blew their mind because, you know, we are just not the norm. And for them, it was like how how that that's crazy, how insulting and rude and blah, blah. And, and we're like, it's it's not that big of a deal. And Amy, obviously, Amy said, oh, you know, maybe a little heads up. But now she, Amy doesn't really. That's an old Amy. She, well, you know, she's I, not the same Amy from season two. Of me. I don't think they would do that. Now, so. <laughs> Whatever. They still do it. <laughs> but I, I, now, and then when we moved in here, I was worried because it's another cul-de-sac. It's not very many houses. And I was like, oh, now these people are going to, like, get annoyed with us. Uh, but it actually, like, we've gotten to know the neighbors, and they love having this house, or us in this house, because they're all, most of them are older, retired. We do have one younger family on the street. Um, but they're like, no, like, we love this, because no one's ever going to mess with our street with all these fit, they call us ninja warriors, because they don't really know what CrossFit is, <laughs> all these ninja warriors running around the street all the time. They're like, we love it. <laughs> Because yeah, the media, when she says our younger neighbors, they're older than us, and then wow, every one, every other one is probably like at least oh, sixty like, or yeah. older, yeah. all the way up to uh, we got Bob over Bob here who turns ninety six in May this, this month, month. Yeah, yeah. ninety six this veteran. month, and yep. so they were actually excited because they never got any activity in the street, and they always felt like 
they were susceptible for you know someone you know coming in trying to take something like but it actually since they don't have a lot of activity at, at their houses it doesn't really interrupt anything as far as parking and all that and so they actually appreciate like they have activity they have life and they're like, there's no way anybody's going to try to rob, steal, or yeah. do anything in this street. Because... And they've asked for the guys to come move furniture, come mm-hmm. unload TV. So it, it all works out well for everybody. <laughs> they're like, oh, hey, good, just go ask them. That's right. They'll help yeah. you pull that out of your house. <laughs> and that's the thing about this community. Is about it, they're, it's almost like, oh, yeah, they're... How many people can sign up? Like, is there a sign-up sheet? Is it yes. full of it? I want to get in on that. We can move. If someone needs moving, we, we are the best movers. Like, Hands we down. do it for time. Yep. <laughs> if you're not in it for time, don't call us. <laughs> don't call. Some uh, things get... may be broke, but it'll get moved. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you guys make it work on the, like, day, like a daily basis as a couple with four kids? having your own businesses that were separate from each other, really. Mm-hmm. And then having everybody always in your business. Like, there's no, there's not a lot of privacy time no, for well, you Well, but I will say this for the people who come over here. They're very respectful, especially on the weeknights. They're very good about That's because you coming. made the rule. I did. I was part of the reason you made the rule. <laughs> They're good about coming early and getting done. And they don't come in the house and, like, try to hang out. Like, they know, like... In the house is our family space and time, and they sort of stay out in the garage, do their thing, and, and go home. If they have kids, they may, you know, bring kids over, our, which is fine. It entertains my kids while we're trying to get things done in the evening. Uh, but we did, like, you know, hey, guys, if everybody could be sort of done and out by eight, that'd be great. Like, and we have then that time just as a family in the evenings. Um, yeah, we make it work. It just... I bring her flowers every day. I woo this woman every day. (laughs) (laughs) There's no like... So, if you're in that position, you would think there'd be like an anticipation of somebody walking through the door. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many people... Oh, there's yeah. that, and, and you're a couple, like you're a regular couple. You got to take care of oh. you. Hey, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. If you walk in the door after 8 p.m., you enter at your own risk. That's I'm right. Sorry, if something's happening that you, are, oh, well, and if you go to the bedroom, fault. that's even yeah. more at your own risk. I never let that stop me. Here. <laughs> Ever. I. We know we need alone time. <laughs> well, that's the one. That that is the one thing that was funny. Like. I, ne- I had never ever set foot in y'all's bedroom ever. And then I remember one time there was one guy comes over quite often. I'm not going to use names because it's not even bad. But I remember oh, Amy yelling yeah. at him when the new house is here. Like, can I just have one room? One <laughs> Do room. not come in my bedroom. That's my shower. He knows who he is. <laughs> so, and, and that, that really got me thinking. It was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just hanging out with friends. Like, I didn't really think about it. Normally I do. But I didn't really. I got to where I wasn't even thinking about it either. I was just over here hanging out. Everybody's like a big Mi casa, family. Su casa, right? Yeah. yeah. And like, oh, Amy probably does. Like, yeah, that's really true. Like, I like the way everybody's like. Amy probably doesn't like that, but nobody ever thinks that about George. I think that's because <laughs> what George just said. Like, he doesn't care if they're coming in or not. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. That's my time, and I'm taking it. <laughs> oh yeah, I know how important that is. And I know this is our life, so, you know, you know your situation. You should not let that affect, you know, y'all's personal time. I mean, it, it's it's very important. Your your relationship is not going to go anywhere if you don't make time for yourselves. 
period. Even with your kids cannot even be your number one focus because they're going to leave you. And if they leave you and you don't even know each other, you're in trouble. But I, I, at least I, I may not know a lot of things, but I do know that is important. And I make time for that. He does. And we do date night a lot where, you know, get a babysitter. We walk out. We tell the babysitter, hey, there's probably going to be people show up to work out. Don't worry about them. And we'll tell whoever's here, bye. Like, yeah. we're leaving. Our definitions of date night may be different. But date night still happens, you know. Well, it's just quality time together. Yeah. yeah. And that's the, like, I guess that's the important part with so many people, like, in your personal space, which your house, mm-hmm. you know, your family, seeing how it goes on, it can get tough to where you guys have to be in constant communication, I imagine, to make this whole thing work with everybody out there. Is she okay with it? Is he okay with it? Oh, yeah. And it, it did not, you know, and that's just with anything in life and marriage, you're not going to figure everything out day one year one year two year three like we're 17 years in and we're still 17 years yeah yeah so you're still figuring things out i mean i think the the key thing with marriage is knowing that amy knows i'm on her side i know she's on my side we may not always agree we don't always think the same thing but we ultimately want what's best for each other so if you take it from that perspective, anything that they do, you shouldn't take it to an extreme and it shouldn't, you know, and it's not going to be perfect. And we don't see eye to eye on everything, especially like even with CrossFit and, and we, we talk about schedules and with kids and what priorities and this and that and, you know, but we priorities always take precedent. You know, if we have family coming in, you know, and we got to take care of stuff, we're like, Fine, do your own thing, but, you know, priority, our priority is, you know, we got family coming from out of town, and we're going to take care of this. If you get your feelings hurt, I'm sorry. Just, like, it's just, it is what it is. Like, if you don't know how we feel about you already, it's just, you know. Tough luck. Yeah, you you, you have bigger problems, you know. But we do take care of priorities, and we don't let any of that uh, stop us, you know. Uh, like, we're not always going to go out there and work out with you because it's just, doesn't always align with our schedule you know but obviously if you need a person to talk to and all that we're gonna you know do our best and so forth like that but i think that's what you're more open with i think if somebody needs to talk and somebody needs like help with something you guys are more attentive to that than you are any of the other stuff that goes on yeah well me more because i'm not i'm just not that good at crossfit (laughs) (laughs) but but i I like it i I wouldn't be working out if it wasn't for all of them as much. You know, I, I've always liked working out, but it, it does help when you have a buddy. And I think, too, that's more why I am the way I am, too, because to me, that's when you get those opportunities because it's not always 25 people here. It could be just the two of y'all. And uh, that could be the opportunity that God put before you that, you know, they have questions or they need help or whatever. And, and get some one-on-one time, you know, because it's, it's a hard world. We all need help. So, and God works in different ways. It's not always a burning bush. <laughs> Some, you're on mushrooms. Sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's collision CrossFit. And then sometimes it's not, you know. It's just, but you, you never know unless you're playing the game of life. So, that's why I don't like to sit too much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> well, was 
I guess who's that? How did it all come about where people were just invited over? Did it just morph into it, or was that like a? Was it a snowball effect? Or it did really y'all... started at Bracy Court with the neighbors, with the Burks. Yeah, and then yeah. the Jenkins, then Jenkins were like, "Hey, what are y'all doing over there?" Because Becky, uh, Becky's like, "I used to do." Would she teach jazzercise or something? Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, she's like, I could get into that. And so, like, and that's sort of where the Sunday afternoon, like, big whole group thing came from. Because I'm still a member of College Station CrossFit. I go at 5 a.m. every morning. I've been doing that for the last 10 years. But on the weekends, you know, I'm here, and, and I enjoy that getting together. But it really did start, like, just with the neighbors. Were you all friendly with all the neighbors before the rig got put up? I think yeah, so. Like, we were. You, you yeah. Just yeah. Talk with them, like know and, everybody. And we had some pieces of equipment, like little pieces that that you used a little bit, short right. of the rig. And so we would do some like street wads that we called them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it really then when the rig got added, that's when like the serious CrossFit people were like, "Oh, we want to come over." No way! Yeah, you like, have that at your the house. The gym's not open on Sunday. Can we come to your house? It was. Like, it was literally like when I used my skate days. Whenever somebody would have a ramp in their backyard or a rail like it was like no way you have that at your house we're deaf oh we gotta we're coming there needs to be a session over there for (laughs) sure like when can we come over and then it just like escalated when we got that rig it was as good or better than most any box i mean like all boxes as good as any box in town or better than other boxes and i mean i got concrete poured for it back then to make space for it. Well, we literally, when we started, the family grew from two to three to four kids, and we started like, okay, we've we've sort of outgrown where we are and started looking. I was getting so frustrated about that rig because every house we looked at, that was like, (laughs) George is like... I'm like, I, this, this is the perfect house. And George's like, where's the rig going to go? Oh, my god! Like, we can't find a spot for the rig. We cannot get this house. So, And the funny part about this house is we had looked at it a few years before, but we just weren't, like, we weren't to that. Well, I thought we were, but George did not. So we were not in agreement. We didn't move. Uh, and it sold. And I was like, you let the perfect house get away from us. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so mad, but I'll be patient. Uh so then it came back up for sale, and so we came back, and like we, it was all just like the rig goes here, it backs up to the park, so we're not annoying because I know we annoyed the other neighbor. And, and, our old and house. we weren't even looking <laughs> yeah. for this house. <laughs> it's like the house came to us because yeah. Garrison, uh, his firefighter buddy, yeah, is buddy. the one that was selling it and was very desperate to sell it, and uh, and. Uh, he, he was telling us about that story, and Amy was like, "What house is that one?" It's like, "Wait, what house?" Yeah, and then George. that's where the connection is, and then Garrison's like, "Oh man, I, I, yeah, I'll get you it, a deal for it." And I was like, happen. "No, no, no, no," because no, no, I was like, "It's not time, not time." And then I remember, you know, that uh, Garrison kept going, "Hey man, he lowered the price. He lowered the price." And I said, "Oh, if he gives us for X dollars, then I'll take it." And I said that, you know, just joking in jest. And uh, come to find out, Ed gotten to that price, and so he said, "Dude, it's at that price." And he went to them, but he had already sold he had already sold it in contract for actually less than what I had already said, just joking around. 
Oh, wow. And so, but it was meant to be. Long story short, we ended yeah. up getting the house. Yes, it because it, even though those other people yeah. just did them wrong and it did not work out, and he sold it to us for the original price that I was joking around <laughs> because I thought it would never get to that price. Yeah, I remember, you, I and remember Amy, when you said that, and Amy heard it, and you were like, now nah, I'm locked in. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh-oh. And oh, she <laughs> held me to it. But at that time, so many things had to have happened. And they did, for, and they yeah, did. We were we were at that spot for us now, to but, that. I mean, we weren't but, even looking. It came yeah, to we, us, we like because what are the odds? But, it that, all, but look how it all, look how it all worked. Yeah, out. it's perfect. And like so many things have already happened here, from birthday parties to, to weddings. <laughs> like oh, we. We've but actually had, had two, two weddings, weddings here. here now. We're like, what? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's one inside, right. one outside, right? That's yeah, right. one in the living room, one in the front yard. So yeah. it's just, it's been amazing to see how we were, you know, patient, faithful, and God has really used this house to bless so many people that, like, that wasn't even in our in our thought at the time. It was really just like, we need a, we need a place where our family can fit well, and when and the, the rig. rig has a home. Or the rig has so, a home. <laughs> and we're not annoying all of the neighbors. And we looked in neighborhoods. We're like, oh, the yeah. HOA would kick us out. Yeah. Heartbeat. So we need no HOA. Like, and we built for expansion because yeah. then I had to get even more concrete slab pour so more people could fit by the rig. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so it's really good. Amy was really excited was about that. Super excited. Why do we need more concrete? In case we have more people. <laughs> In case we have more people show up. We gotta In case be able have to have another competition. Hey, isn't this? Me have I have not opened the competition back up. Yeah, that's TBD. That so much fun. Though. Yeah. No, I remember her saying like, if you do another one of these, that you have to buy porta potties. You have to rent them. That and is true. I'm not Everybody. having all these competitive athletes come inside and use my bathroom I did, the I one did, bathroom in the, which makes sense because if you've ever smelled a bathroom when competitive <laughs> oh, sweaty people yeah. it's gross <laughs> and the other reason we did that competition is because i would help with bcx uh, classic but you know it was me helping i didn't have like helps a pretty, a pretty not that i'm controlling controlling or possessive but you <laughs> but, know like I wanted to do you a competition. Like- I wanted one competition where I I I did everything. <laughs> I made up the rules. I made up the wads. I made up the timeline. It was exactly how I envisioned it, and I and hopefully, like you know, I mean, it was a fun day. It I'm was. Like, super I mean, fun. I even I competed. and Remember, came running in because our daughter ended up needing staples in her head that oh, morning. That's right. So I like running that's in right. to compete, but. Yeah, it was a fun day. It really was, but we're not we're not ready to go back. Yeah, today. she's already you already done that. It was your competition. You, you got had to do it, had your moment. Bucket list scratch. No more. It's done. It no has more. been erased off the list. <laughs> <laughs> there is no more bucket for that. No. Nope. <laughs> Maybe when the kids are grown and gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do want to do it again. Well, we kind of. I kind of got to do it again with uh, Garrison and Karis's, uh Yeah. Uh, yeah, we do a lot of themed wads around here now, like a birthday wads. Right, but or for that one, we did an we did actual a, competition yeah, with the groomsmen. The groomsmen, yeah. Well, that's yeah. right, because the bridesmaids didn't want any part of that. Yeah, but the groomsmen did, so yeah. we had a competition for their pre-wedding day, whatever. The, the day of the bridal party is what it was. We had that morning, and I mean, that... I know we're idiots for doing it, but that was so much fun that we had a competition before the bridal party. Like, Rehearsal dinner. 
and the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. So it was right before that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, we all got ready dinner. and then went to the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that was good times there, too. I think there was a three-way tie for first. I don't remember. I think I only remember. But all these I different was, things that you do. And yeah. a funny story about me even meeting my wife in that in this whole environment is that I knew her over there at College Station CrossFit. And then... Came over here. I left there, and I was just working out here because you were gracious enough to let me work out here, because um, it fit my time schedule with kids and getting them to places and whatnot. And also gave Logan a friend to play with at the same time. And, and then you came via Colin, right? Yeah, me okay. and Colin both at the same time. Yeah, we started because we started the extra programming. Yeah, and then it just snowballed into like us asking if we could just come over here <laughs> every day, <laughs> but. Then Kim started coming over here, and then we started hanging out, and you had made it your mission that year to find me a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. You, you said, And you set me up on a blind date, and it got canceled twice, and I said yes, and it's like out of my comfort zone to do something like that. I said yes, and I remember um, I remember a specific conversation on the phone with one, one like a friend saying, I think I'm going to cancel that blind date because I want to see where this goes with Kim. Uh-huh. And then I heard after the fact that everybody was talking about it in the kitchen and Amy yeah, we stops were. them and says, oh, yeah. Aaron's going to be with Kim yes. and that's it. I was like, would y'all just be patient and stop trying to set him up? Like, I, it's going to happen. He and Kim are meant to be together. This is before we were hanging out too. Oh, it is. Yeah. But like, I could just, I knew you and I knew Kim and I'm like, man, they... I think they would like, I think they would really hit it off. But y'all have got to chill out. Like, stop being matchmaker to Aaron and just let this happen. It will. And we love being matchmakers. Right. Well, you kind of both are matchmakers. It's like a team effort. It there, was. You know? I was trying to stop him. Yeah. But I mean, it really, like, it all worked out. It all worked out nice. I was, I had not been ready to go on a date at all. Like, it was zero in, interest on me. I was like trying to figure, get myself back yeah. like I was starting to feel good about myself and where I was headed like man I'm, I'm good I'm good I've got plenty of things and you know I don't really need it right now it's not something that's on my radar and then when you said that I was like you know what I need to step outside this comfort zone here because I, I think I should I think I should just try it out and so that mindset right there helped me figure that out and then Kim just happens to come in right at that same, same exact time, time. And you're like, wow, this could not have lined up any more perfect, you know? And now I'm as ha- like the happiest I've ever, ever been. A collision. <laughs> A collision, <laughs> again. <laughs> but, but that's why I say I'm happy that I don't come over here anymore because I spend time with her yeah. and our kids and, you know, trying to get things going over there and And that's what our we, are. we are now trying to grow our membership. We're just trying to minister to the people who are yeah. here and help them. We feel that better if, people. if you were meant to come down this path, you're going to be coming down that path. It's like a but, choice, though, too. You know, you you don't have to, like, there are people that could be like, no, nah, I'm not going to go over there to that house. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go this mm-hmm. way. And now they're surrounding themselves with people that might not be as good, beneficial for their lives. You know, I look at it in two different ways. It's like, yes, you guys are amazing. But I also had to make the choice to start coming over here. Oh, yeah. We can't walk people's life for them i mean that's the one thing you know whatever that saying is you can lead a horse to water you can't make them drink or whatever like (laughs) yeah i mean it it totally takes you as in as the individual 
And I think that's what so many people miss or mess up in life. They expect somebody else to do it for them. Like, no, that's not how it works. Like, this is not, hey, George and Amy are going to do it for you. No, you don't do anything for, you don't need, like, you don't, you don't give advice, like, unsolicited. Like, your help isn't unsolicited with it. (laughs) Sorry, we're all listening to the three-year-old sing to himself upstairs. That's why we go to Mexico. Yep, that's why. <laughs> that's we why can never get away <laughs> unless we go to a I'm different country. I'm really surprised. Only one trip, though. I'm you surprised. Mean, I'm surprised with the amount of time, like the amount of effort and time you put into your your both your jobs and everything else. That it's just one one trip. Because I know <coughs> for Kim and I, we enjoy multiple like multiple things like that because we're similar in the in the sense of. With our schedules, where we don't get to see each other that much, yeah, we really don't. Like we get a couple hours, maybe in the evening, maybe, and then it's go go go. We both work early, we both work late. Kids have got to go places. It's, and then by the time we get settled down and take care of kids and they're to bed and ready for school, like what we have an hour or two. But that's it. I think if if we only had two kids, you would you would see us gone a lot more. But with four, it makes it really, really hard. And then it makes it really, really hard because somebody's got to take care of those four kids while we're gone, too. Yeah. And so but they're getting older. So I think you, if you've yeah. actually paid attention, we've progressively, you know, I mean, she took me to Nashville for, you know. I know my, that. Yeah, my yeah. birthday. Yeah. And and I'm an easy person to please, too. Like, literally, I, 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 would, I would be fine. You know, I didn't grow up traveling. It's not – it's great. Don't get me wrong because – it's Mexico. That's my favorite place to go. If I hadn't said that enough, you know, but I would be fine. You know, I don't really need much free birds, movies, you know, and workout and I would be fine, you know, but I know the love of my life needs a little bit more. So, yeah, but I've, I've, I've heard, wait, I've heard the stories from the Mexico trips and George gets down and has a good time. <laughs> He definitely, he Sometimes definitely has I fun. I do have to remind him, we came here to relax, remember, and sleep. It's so hard. It's, all the things. It's like, but there's so much fun uh, to be had. So much fun. Like, you can't waste any of it. It's so crazy to, like, even when you we have times here, you know, like, you never can really, like, totally relax. Even when, you know, we go out to dinner or whatever like that. You know, at the end of the day, we, we come back. We know we come back to kids, and we know they're going to wake up, and they're, and they're going to have needs and all that. Like, you know, so you never really like totally just like let go and relax. In Mexico, the hardest thing I have to do is walk back to my room or go find something to eat that someone's going to fix for me. Like, it's crazy. So I get so excited because I don't even know what to do with myself. Like, I. I go from constant responsibility to absolutely nothing. And someone is always asking me, can I get you something? What would you like? And I'm like, what? This is what it's like to be one of my kids. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it, just appeared yes. on the table. <laughs> I didn't have to clean up. I, I come back to my room and it's the, me- the bed's made up and it's all clean. Like, just like that. Our kids are living the dream. Oh, they're really, they're like in Mexico every day. Yeah. And then I, I don't have the I don't have the nutrition monitor going around, why, telling me everything I eat is bad for me. 
<laughs> we know who well, that is. Well, if you would eat everything that was good for you, <laughs> she wouldn't have to. That's true. <laughs> Just limit to one box of ice cream sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Man, I've been trying to be better. <laughs> tax season's over. Yeah, oh, yeah. She told me, like, right before tax season, she was warning me tax season's about to be over and that I was not going to make her look bad. So I got my clue that, you know, I'm going to have to start eating better. Tighten up that shit. Yep. So I, I asked her if she could at least wait till after Easter because Easter was right after tax season. And she did. And she sent me to the store the day before Easter to get stuff for Easter. And I was like, oh, man, I know what's coming up. And so what did I come home with? What every, Everything she wanted and a box of ice cream sandwiches. Yep. And I was like, by golly, I'm a, I was I'm, like, you know you start tomorrow. Are you going to eat that whole box today? I, yes. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I will. Literally, so I knew she would be watching how many I ate. And so I, I already had a couple that day. And There were the many, so, you know, he felt like he could have two. Oh, okay. No, well, I, I already had a couple a couple times that day. Okay. And then I was like, man, I just need one more. But I was like, I know I'm pressing my luck. And then she said, I'm going to take a shower. And so she went to the bathroom to go lock the door, took a shower. I was like, sweet. So I went to go get me another ice cream sandwich. <laughs> Got back in the bed. I'm opening it up, watching TV. Oh, and then she the comes back out. And, I, and she looks at me like, did you get another one? I was like, you said you were going to take a shower. <laughs> and I don't know what she forgot, but I got busted. <laughs> Those things are uh, those things are addictive. <laughs> you went and sat in the bed to eat an lucky, ice cream lucky for George, my great grandfather well, not my great grandfather, my grandfather lives here. Uh he's ninety two. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. He likes ice cream sandwiches. Oh, so too. that's an easy uh, So I took I took the kids to see Papa Parish and we took him some ice cream sandwiches that week. So <laughs> they were out everybody's of the house. happy now. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like he went in there, like, she's going to the shower again. I'm going to get uh, another one. They're, oh, they're gone. And for the next four and a half days, it was nothing but meat and veggies, meat and veggies, repeat. Meat and veggies, meat and veggies, repeat. Meat and veggies. Oh, man, it was hard. Well, I, what what advice would you give for young couples starting out? Like, they're just on this journey, like they're madly in love with each other, just starting out, to make it through, like, like, to progress into something like this, like what's what's the what's the ultimate like? Golly, there's what kind of advice? There's there's not enough time of the day to give enough advice you for that. Should have started the podcast with that question. <laughs> for real, <laughs> this August is twenty like twenty years total that we've been together, and 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 I'm telling you, after we you know after we got married, it, it's not the easiest thing. That's what I'm saying. Like so, like I uh, would say, just remember that it takes. Time. It takes effort on both parts, and I think on from my end at least, you have to remember that marriage is not fifty-fifty. It is a hundred, a hundred, and you got to be all in for each other, no matter what. And you have to remember, there's going to be date. Don't think. I mean, I know it's hard. It's hard to believe this, but some days. <laughs> He really gets on my nerves, and I don't like him. Some days I'm a turd. I know. Some days (laughs) I annoy the mess out of him, and he gets not so much annoyed. She's mean sometimes. Frustrated with me. (laughs) But you have to remember to to see past that, and to remember you made a commitment to each other. You made a commitment to God, and you've got to fight through it. 
Yeah, man, it's it's not the it's not the easiest thing at all. Like, at, but seventeen years later, I wouldn't trade it for the world. For real, I wouldn't trade. There's no doubt what we've been through. I wouldn't trade what we've learned, how we've learned it, because man, like, we know each other so well now. And I will never get married again, though. <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> I, I I will. I'm not going through that again. <laughs> nope, not worth it. No, you too. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I would just say, like, man, like, number one, put God first. If you do that, then you get over yourself. Because most of the, our struggles were, you know, it's hard. We come from, you know, different families, different lives. And you growing up, you've been worried about you, to be honest. It doesn't really transition until... You get married. Well, we met in college. And what are you worried about in college? Yourself. Yourself, still. Even, you know, you could be going out forever. You're still technically not on the hook for anything except for yourself. You know, like, it's, and it's a whole different ball game when you get married. And, and you need to get over yourself. It's not about you. And I tell people all the time, uh, losing is winning a lot of times like it you know fine you want to win an argument over something stupid like you know here i'm gonna give you a trophy but then tell me how good you felt that day and how good you felt the next day because you defeated the person that you're living yeah with, like that, that you're 100 you, you shouldn't end an argument by telling your spouse that particular thing <laughs> you just said, that doesn't yeah i know either. but but I mean, no, I know. You're being yeah, and and that's what goes along with any, a lot of times in life. Like, it, there's so many things not worth worth it. And plus, I mean, that's a, to me that's an example that Jesus said he sacrificed himself. So to me, it only makes sense that losing is winning. You know, because a lot of times we want our way and we want to win. And you know, when you first get married, you're coming from two different lives. And this is the first time you're actually having to now think of someone else, you know. And then we got offended a lot by each other because I wanted to do uh, something this way because I only had myself in mind. And they and she wanted to do, she was doing the same thing, even though she thought and I thought we were both being good for each other, which we really weren't. It's, it's a hard transition, you know. I joke around, but I'm halfway serious when I tell people like, you know, when the honeymoon's over, man, the honeymoon is over. <laughs> and so, but like, so God first, get over yourself because it's not about you. You know, you you can't you can't be doing things. I I don't sit there and do things for Amy to try to get something in return, unless I have some kind of plot, which sometimes that happens. You know, because sometimes I really do want something. You but know, but you let her know that way ahead of time, though. Yeah, but the focus. <laughs> My focus is is not I'm doing these things so I can get something in return. Mm-hmm. My focus is I'm doing these things because, like she said, I should be 100% all in for her. And then you know what happens? Then they actually start becoming 100% in in on you. But the problem is we're we're not willing to go in 100% because we're you know we can't get over ourselves. And don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect by no means. You can like she said, I can end up being a turd and I have my days where you know just not thinking you know 
what's best for Amy and what's best for us. You know, I start thinking, you know, my pity party story that by golly, I want this and I deserve it, you know. And so, so I, I struggle too, but I mean, I think it all comes, like I said, just get over yourself. Be all in on them and wow. It's amazing how all in they'll start becoming on you. You know, too many times we're like, well, I'm only going to do it if they do it. You know, well, by golly, that just doesn't sound like a recipe for success. That means nobody's going to move. Yeah, that's pretty true. It's a nobody, dang stalemate. Nobody can go anywhere. Yeah. You know, and it, it it's work. That's why I said I'll never get married again. By golly, that was a lot of work. But it was worth every bit, every bit, babe. Mm, I no, love you. Don't worry. <laughs> I would do it again for you, but there's only one you. It's true. Oh, there's a sweet side. There's a sweet side of George. <laughs> <laughs> you said that on the internet too, so everybody's gonna get yeah. to hear that as well. <laughs> so if I die first, you're not gonna marry anybody either, right? I think Aaron turned it off already. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's like, nope, I'm moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I may not marry, but... Oh, don't worry. He makes blanket statements outside all the time to everyone that they better, like, be ready. Because when he's like, when I go, she's closing everything. Yeah. Collision crosses. That's the first thing that's going to happen when I die. She's going she's gonna to give basically a one-week morning every- period of workouts. And Collision CrossFit is closed. That's why everybody wants you to eat healthy now. That's right. They want to keep you alive. They want to keep you around. Keep you going. You've got 20 to 25 people that are rooting for you to live, sir. Yeah. I have a feeling people don't ever say it because, you know, they don't want to say it out loud. But I know they're thinking, oh, God, please don't let George go they know. first. Like, she, no. She's got her 5 a.m. class. She don't need this. Yep. <laughs> she's, like, she's tearing down. She's disassembling that rig. She's there is that there is that that perception from some of the people that come over, but I don't. I never saw it. I thought both Thank of y'all you, were Aaron. the best. Thank you. Really, Thank I have a lot of respect for Amy. Does a whole lot of things as a mom and owning a business and watching that. I'm like all respect. It's it's crazy. Oh yeah, there's um, no doubt. But we're also we also share a bond of breaking our foot at the same time. That's true. Being in boots. We did. Yep. <laughs> Fifth metatarsal. Yep. <laughs> Darn pine cone. And what was yours? Oh, I did a flip and landed. Yeah. That's right. His, was, his I, story was, was way, way better, more awesome I, than mine. Than I, I landed. I have, to, I have to always tell that people. It's like, I didn't just do a flip. I landed it. And then I walked. Like, I walked myself into the hospital, everything. Like, I don't hey, know what's going on. I finished my workout. She did. They tried to get her stopped, but she's yeah. like, no, I'm finished the workout. I didn't know it was broke, but I was like, no. You I also didn't, didn't have a choice and had to walk on your boot the whole time where I was like, nah, I can I always say CrossFitters yeah, are the dumbest it. people. They are. Yep. Most of the time. I had to put my score in. I had to finish the why. Come on. I've, I've, I've noticed a trend. The better you are at CrossFit, the dumber you are. Very true. It's something. so smart? <laughs> oh, I, was like, I was like, oh, that's a compliment. I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's, wait, a, that's a burn all at the same time. <laughs> It's one of those Matt compliments if you're listening, Matt. That is true. We love you, Matt. Wow, Amy, that was really good for you. (laughs) He would stop at, that was really good for you. For you. (laughs) He was the master at that. Yep. All right, guys. Well, is there anything else you want to add before we end this thing? It's almost been an hour. No, thanks for having us. Yeah. It's it's been fun. Yeah. Can't wait to try the coffee. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah yeah exciting things coming me too at 50 yep at 50 but at when this blend gets done you might have to try it 
don't know, man. I hadn't broken my rule yet. Oh, if you get a rule of fifty, then I'm He's not. He's got gonna... a rule. I've had the, I'm not I can't ruin it. I'm at 42 nope. years. Well, Amy gets all the coffee then. <laughs> yes. Amy gets all the coffee. At 50, I'll try to make sure it, the first coffee I try is yours. Yes. How about that? I hope it's still going by 50. <laughs> that means some, I did something right. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you, Aaron.